Joined live in the studio by my friend, longtime investigative reporter, the best in the market. He's at Fox 6. He's Brian Polson. Brian, good to see you. Hey, John. Thanks for having me in here. I'm intrigued by what you have going on the next couple of nights. I always admire your work, and I consume it all, even if I have to watch it online. But we're talking about The Hop. And what did you decide to take a look at? What's kind of the focus of, let's begin with tonight? I've reported on the hop a number of times over the years. And the last time I think was, pri- it was Mayor Barrett was still in office and he resigned in December of 2021. And I think it left the question, of, OK, what's the future of the hop now? And last fall, October of 2022, this was brought up. The hop's future or its current sort of state of operations yeah. was brought up in budget hearings. Um, Alderman Scott Spiker actually recommended a cut in the streetcar budget to try to move some money over into paving projects. I decided at that time to look at what is being talked about behind the scenes because this wasn't being discussed in public meetings. The streetcar's future, are they still looking at expanding it? Where do those things stand? So we requested um, records, emails from the Department of Public Works. And it took them seven months to produce those emails uh, or a little more than six months to produce the emails. But when they did, there were more than a thousand that fit the search terms streetcar and extension. Wow. So there's been a lot of discussion, a lot of activity going on behind the scenes. And really tonight's story is looking at what are they talking about? What are the plans for expansion and what are the prospects of them actually funding this? That is so interesting. That Wow, that's a huge volume of email. So do you have people who go through that, or do you do it all? I, I, I go through that. I'm my people. Uh, and it's <laughs> they're long nights. Uh, my wife has seen me uh, glazing over at the computer a lot of times looking at these things. And a lot of it's tech. You know, some of it isn't what I'm necessarily interested yeah. in. It, it's technical reports. It's, it's things that have to do with parts replacements for some of the vehicles. Uh, but there is a lot of discussion that's been going on since Mayor Barrett left office about the future of streetcar extensions. And, and I actually broke the story a couple of years ago that they were secretly talking. I say secretly. It was a confidential report that hadn't been discussed in a public meeting where they talked about spending more than $300 million on streetcar extensions up north into Bronzeville, south into Walker's Point. And, of course, the Bronzeville extension would pass the convention center and Pfizer Forum. Um, they're still discussing that the price tag has gone up and it's probably even gone up since the records I received, uh, were the case because of inflation, construction costs, things like that. But, uh, one of the documents we found was, uh, a proposal, possible projects to submit to Joe Biden for the infrastructure plan that was being talked about the stimulus that included $1.2 billion in all sorts of various projects, 1.2 billion with a B. Three hundred and fifty three million of that was for streetcar extensions. Now, I don't know how many of those they actually submitted to try to get out of the stimulus plan. None of that money came to fruition in terms of the streetcar. But it also laid out the specific costs of these various extensions. Interesting. Where you guys are sitting right here uh, at the avenue. uh, This is one of the places it would go by. There's a a, I think it was about a seventy seven million dollar plan to come by here and head up. Vell Phillips Avenue to the convention center and up to Pfizer Forum. That's one of those legs. Another 124 million, I believe it is, 122 million to get up into Bronzeville and 154 million to go through the third ward and into Walker's Point. Obviously, that's a lot of money. More than $353 million. That's more than the police department's annual budget. So that's a lot. Wow. The question is where do they get that money? Any indicator we're close on any of this coming to fruition? 
really what you're going to find out in, in the story, if you watch it tonight, is they're nowhere close. And they have had a very difficult time securing federal funding, which is where a large portion of the funding would come from to expand the hop. It would come from federal grants. And the city has applied for a variety of federal grants through different programs dating back to 2009. We counted 13 different times they've requested federal money either from the Federal Transit Administration or through earmarks from Senator Baldwin mm-hmm. or uh, uh, Congresswoman Moore. And they have not received any of that money except one time. 2015, they got a $14 million grant for the long-delayed lakefront line, which you guys can see some of that construction yep. going on. It will connect to the couture when it is finished. That construction is going on, and they've got a deadline they've got to meet because that has to be done by a certain time later this year, or they lose more than a million dollars from that grant if it hasn't been spent. Does the federal government ever say why they're not accepting the grant or accepting, but, you know, approving the grant? I think they do. The question is, are we seeing that in some of these emails I've received? I did ask the Department of Public Works for some records of a debrief they had with the FTA after the last grant uh, was not approved. And, and here's the big thing. They're, they're, these are competitive grants. They're going up against other cities that have great ideas for projects, too. Um, but one of the things that I think has really held the city back, based on the notes I saw from that debrief, is they need to have the local match nailed down. And that's been an issue. Yeah. Um, that's And that's probably one of a number of reasons. There are other things they might need to shore up. It may well just be that other projects beat them out. But the local match has been an issue. And now that's an even bigger issue with the shared revenue proposal and a feature in that uh, there's a provision of the current, the most recent version of the shared revenue proposal that would prohibit the city of Milwaukee from using tax increment financing to fund that local match. And they say without TIF, they don't really have any way to fund a local match unless they can come up with some corporate sponsors who want to kick in that kind of money. So, Brian, this is such a polarizing issue in our city. And it's about more than just a streetcar. It's about politics. Does that play into the likelihood that this receives the adequate support that it needs to even have legs to potentially move forward? It's always been a political issue for whatever the reasons are. And if you look back, this goes back a long, long way back to federal money that sat around for a number of years as the city and the county and the state debated what to do with uh, with federal money for transit. And it sat for a long time, and eventually Mayor Barrett was able to get congressional approval of uh, a portion of that money that was sort of dwindling over the years to be put toward this initial loop of the streetcar. Of course, politics plays a part. And you look at Alderman, former Alderman Bob Donovan, who is now in the state assembly. Yep. Um, Alderman Bauman, who's a big supporter of the streetcar, says he's confident that it was Alderman Donovan that got that piece put in the shared revenue bill, uh, shared revenue proposal to prohibit the city from using tax increment wow. financing. We know that Bob Donovan spoke out against expansion of the streetcar when he ran for mayor. He lost. Now he's in the state assembly, yep. and he and his fellow Republicans have some power. They have some leverage over the city of Milwaukee here. He believes Bob Donovan put it in there. Uh, Representative Donovan told me he's not going to take credit for that, but he didn't exactly say he didn't agree with it. Not only is that amount of money staggering that we're discussing that it would cost to have these route extensions, but what would also be the timing on that? How long would it take to construct all these additional routes? Well, there are certain parts that they they deem so-called shovel-ready. And and one of those uh, is the extension that would go to the Wisconsin Center, to the convention center, right past this building. 
that is 90% designed. So they could turn that fairly quickly within maybe a couple of years. The other projects, I think out to Pfizer Forum is 30% designed right now. Out to Bronzeville and down into Walker's Point, they really don't have any significant work done. Those are years down the road, even if they can come up with the the funding packages. So those aren't going to happen anytime soon. All right. So tonight, what we've been discussing, tomorrow night, the likelihood that maybe they start to charge people to ride it. It's on Fox 6. What time tonight, Brian? Tonight at 9 o'clock. Tonight, 9 o'clock. Check it out. I will definitely be watching. Brian Polson, Fox 6 investigative reporter. Always great stuff. Good to have you here. Thanks Thanks for having me.